0: This
1: is NRL Boom Rookies.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Barngard and alongside me, as always, uh, a somewhat uh, deflated... (laughs) Hello. day, everybody. Yeah, and sick as well. I don't sound that sick, but I have like... Yeah. I don't know since Thursday
1: it happens to pretty much line up with the Broncos' loss, which is great. He's killing, killing my immune system too. But I've had like chronic fatigue and exhaustion since Thursday, and I'm like dizzy sitting here.
0: So which, um, we'll see how long we last. But... Which one of your organs is the Adam Reynolds? So it's sort of doing all the work while the rest are falling apart. Yeah, we need that one back. Mm.
1: That's the one I can I concussed that one apparently, and then the ah, falling apart. Okay. But yeah, my immune system matches the defense of the team, and I've been reasonably healthy most of the year, but <laughs> oh. not right now, no. So we'll probably do a bit of a shorter one today. Sorry folks, but just to get something out there and then yeah,
0: I mean add more you, thoughts when we
1: start a question time. We're gonna see how 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 well like, how good I'm going essentially.
0: Yeah. You know? I think people can tell that you're sick. Like you don't sound your usual self. You do sound a bit nasty yeah. and stuff. So it's, this is not him trying to get out of talking about the Broncos. Let's, yeah, let's, well, I mean, that, let's let's eliminate that narrative. Well I, I, right I can
1: happily really bitch about them for
0: an hour, mate. So that mm. that you know that's
1: it. That's the only reason why I'm here is not get out know, talking about the Broncos because um mate, obviously I I mean I enjoyed the highs and I'm always going to enjoy the highs. I'm not an idiot who doesn't enjoy wins and sport, that's what it's all about. But for the last few years I've I've, I've been here for the lows, mate, and I almost
0: my best work in the lows. <laughs> Indeed. Ah, oh, like a big man in the low post. Uh all right. Um well, there are some there are some games obviously this week that we don't have to talk about because they meant nothing. But there are quite a few that had a lot on the line, and we start going all the way back to last Thursday. Brisbane six, New, Parramatta fifty-three. Mitchell, take it away.
1: I mean, this game was over when Menos got concussed, right? It was. Yes.
0: But holy fuck! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when it was what twelve nil and he went off, I thought, well, they can't win this. But I didn't think that they would. Then concede another 41 points. Well, the, so that's the not funny. Th-
1: th- good. Yeah, the funny thing is, mate, like I said, like two weeks ago in the Broncos weekly podcast, even things just started going poorly, I thought, look, there's, there's no chance they could sack Kevy after this. I know many people want him replaced anyway. I was like, there's just no chance. Like, what would have to go wrong? Like, how bad would it have to go? Like, because even then, if you remember, I thought, that even though all, all you would make the finals, mm. you might remember three weeks on the podcast, I was like, shit, one of our teams is going to end up really painful here, and I think it's going to be mine. And that's just because I re- like the way things fell is that, you know, the Canberra team that in the past might have struggled with those games. Like, the Manly team on the weekend was not a first-grade side, you know. that was That's not the same game it was a month ago. But Anyway, I thought they might have missed it, missed the eight or end up eighth. But all they had to do the last two weeks, Bungard, to still be ahead of the Raiders right now. Was not get yeah, shin-pumped
0: twice. <laughs> yeah, just lose by 30.
1: That's all they had to do, both games. Lose by 30 and they'd be ahead of the Raiders.
0: Yeah, and now it's... Um. Yeah, now it's not even a win and you're in situation. Which well, yeah. is and I, unfathomable.
1: And I always shattered it for the Storm game because, like, and I've said this to other people since, like, after we, you know, lost this year's game, I was like, go on, Raiders. Like, I know they're all going to win. I was like, just go on, just end it. Because, like, I don't care about making the eight. I, cared about, I care about being good, you know? Like, mm. and yes, start of the year if you offered Brisbane fans the eight or even 13. I hate that. Were, I, hate I hate that, that rhetoric. That's not what happened. so mate. stupid. It's not what happened. They were they were fourth. What forty
0: days ago from now they were fourth. That I, despite like people do that all, all the time. Hey, just all yeah. facets of sport, and it just makes no sense to me. It's like yeah. yeah, yes, you would not, you would have taken this situation eight months ago, but you've had six months in between where things mm. got a lot better. It's like saying, oh, if you won the lottery for a million dollars and someone robbed you and left you with fifty thousand dollars, you wouldn't turn around and go, oh, well, you'd be happy if you someone offered you fifty thousand at the start of the year. It's like, no, My. this is bad. This is
1: a bad thing that's yeah. happened. It is, and I said on the podcast last week that I really didn't like that Kevy didn't put guys back on because he said it didn't matter at the end of the game, but I said the points did matter, and and they poached patience this week, and the rev up after the game, that's been a big blow up anyway, but I didn't like, again, seeing them over, revved up before the game, but it just looks like a team that's overcooked, exhausted, but they just gave up again. Like, they did put in the start of that second half, and then after Papaliti scored, they were like, well, th- that's it, but it just gave up again, and I'm disappointed, and it. it's... You know, Kevy, but disappointed in players as well, and everyone. And I know a lot of them are disappointed themselves, but, like, you look at some of them that are supposed to be leaders or want to be big-name big, big name players, and I'm looking at, like, Kurt Capewell, Payne Haas, Tony Staggs, and that it's embarrassing, the effort they put in. And, and Kurt Capewell particularly, I think, because, you know, he's come – he's rode the coattails of Reynolds in that leadership way. People talk about, oh, but the change, you know, Reynolds and Capewell have brought, you know, or – all the things that come in, he's played Origin this year, played well in Origin, but he's still really yet to put together three good games for Brisbane. You know? Yeah. And all year it was like, it'll come, you know, but when the teams needed him the most, where has he been? You know, That's he where has he been? And then guys like Payne Haas who want the big money, want to play finals, what, $1.1 $1. 1 million, you know, and still get some okay numbers, but where have you been? You know, where just, have they been? Like, straight away to that guy who doesn't talk again. And the thing the thing the last few weeks have kind of proven is that, you know, and I wouldn't have said this a year ago, no doubt, that it's like, you know, you're worth more than Pat Carrigan, let alone are you worth a million dollars. You know, you might have all of the tools in the game, right? He has all the tools a prop could have. Just on attributes in the field alone, he's probably the best prop in the world. But there's more to that if you want to make a million dollars, mate. There's more to than when you're taking, like, we need you. If you want to be a million-dollar player or one-million-dollar player, need to be a difference-maker, mate. Like, when the t- things are going poor, you got to put your hand up, you know? And you've got to lead more than just your actions because we know this. We know that, like, leading actions are good enough, but they needed more than that. And on the weekend, again, they bottled it. Like, they've truly bottled it. They've turned the ball over so much again. And I'm not as disappointed in guys that I don't rate, like Jordan Ricky, or Jake Turpin or similar, because you expect that, you know? and they hit getting picked, but it just, it's just mind boggling just how well they were going for so long. And to not just look because then they could have, they were allowed to lose these games and be back in the, in the finals race. They could have lost them. But the scenario we painted a few weeks ago was like, Oh, it's pretty likely you might get down to, you know, the Raiders needing to win by 20 in the last round. They just have to yeah. win. Yeah. That's the worst they part might, of this. And might not even have to win by the way, by Sunday. Honestly, Brisbane playing that bad. They might not have to win by Sunday.
0: Yeah. No, that's... It could literally just be a celebration. They might go into that game just not having to lose by 60. Yeah. <laughs> and, and saying the point stuff don't matter
1: as well. It's like, I don't know if you saw after the Raiders game, but, mm. you know, and we know this Raiders team in the past has failed to turn up when required and they struggled against the Knights. But after the Raiders game, I heard Jordan Aparna speak and he was like, oh, um, you know, I've never cheated for another team so much as the pan the Parramatta, you know, we had the group chat was going nuts. And it's like, yeah, every single one of those tries was motivation for Canberra. Yeah. And it if just we, got a little bit easier for them each time. Yeah. And if, again, if Brisbane kept, even that second half, kept Parramatta winning 37 to nil, or six, sorry, the pressure is still on Canberra. It's still on Canberra to go out there and do something. But they went out ahead on four and it, and that's all, that's it. The Canberra had no pressure anymore. mm and no, you know, I thought it made a big difference to their performance, but yeah, it was really embarrassing for the Broncos really. They've got so much wrong that I could speak about it forever, but it just feels like, like even without those selections, like I've been over the Turpin and, and the Turpin and Pakes things. And it's just my opinion thing, obviously, but I've been over that. I've been over that. I think I don't really rate Jordan Ricky or similar, but I don't get to how we can get to Sunday. Sorry. Not Sunday, Friday, right. And we've seen him spray the team after the game. And then leaks coming out from like Ben Dobbin, Dobbo, and Gordon. Some of that, you know, some players didn't take the spray well.
0: Yeah, who? Do you think, how much they're all, they're all playing this week? They're all playing this week. Who? So it's, it's no, I had to write about that today, and it was I kind of because Alfie Langer was like, oh, if they if they don't like that, they shouldn't be here. And it's like, yeah, but like who? Who was this magical person that didn't like it? I'm sure all of those players. I, I don't think any of them were under the illusions that what they've dished up in the last few weeks isn't good enough. And but I don't think any of them would have rejected yeah, a rev up at all.
1: But if they did, who then? Because they're playing this week.
0: Ezra Mam and only Ezra Mam. Yeah, and well, Branko Lee got injured, right? So he people thought he was dropped. But that's
1: the thing. Like and Branko's been carrying a bit of a shoulder injury, and that could be a cop-out now, too. Ezra, sorry, carrying a shoulder injury. But that's it, the reaction you see. It's like, and as Broncos fans, like the Tigers did play well in that game, right? They did. They beat us and they played well. But the the spray they got yesterday, like sorry, Friday, should have come after the Tigers game. You're supposed to find a way to win that game no matter how well the Tigers played. You spray them then. It's all come too late, too patient. And, you know, again, yeah, definitely start of the season, we would have obviously accepted this and been stoked with it. But just just to throw the season away in two games is just something truly miraculous that, you know, not many teams are capable of. And you look at the rest of the teams that were fighting for that spot, everyone the last three or four weeks has come correct. Mm. You know, and... They've got the job done and required. And, you know, even, for example, on Saturday night, South didn't play particularly well with the ball in hand.
0: Mm. They still fucking won. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Uh, it, that, that's, I guess, the most frustrating part about this, right, is that pretty much every other team that needed to get something out of this weekend did. And not only were you guys the only ones. It's not this weekend, didn't. the last few weeks. And, and not, about, not only was it that you guys didn't, it was that you didn't to such an embarrassing extent. Yeah, and then once you give the ascendancy to the
1: Eels, this is what they are. You know, like they're a great team when they're running all over the people, and they were just killing Brisbane from there, and they like racking the score up.
0: Yeah, it it, it is staggering that we're here when you consider. You know, walking out of Bankwest Stadium five weeks ago, you're in the top four.
1: And that's when I really bought yeah. in
0: finally. Like, I've gronked
1: yeah. along and enjoyed all of it. But I was, I was just truly, I kept thinking, you know, what, if this is not going to last. But I actually beat a good team like Parramatta, full strength. And then just got it so wrong since then. And it just hasn't gone back to what was working. But, you know, like I know Pat Carrigan's out, but doesn't explain everything else. It's just ridiculous. You know, like no. the way that the middles have been the last few weeks has been beyond embarrassing. And then the fact that you can keep saying all these things you want about the team and the effort, but you're not changing it. Like, that's what I can't get my head around, mate. Like, I don't know when this could happen to a side and a coach wouldn't change some things.
0: Like, what's the point of yelling him again? Yeah. Like it. I mean, all right. So people have, I, I've seen you talk a lot about doing what worked for seven weeks and going away from it. I mean, for people who haven't been watching the Broncos as closely as you, what what's an example of what they've, diverted from in the last month that's apart from Carrigan, which they can't help, but what else have yeah, they done differently? I can't that's... help Carrigan, but they've also, like, the the
1: Jake Turpin and Corey Pakes thing is, is a strange one, and I can't get my head around that, and I, I understand what they're saying, I and there is some truth to it, like, there is truth, and Kevy said it last week, that Corey Pakes isn't a great one-on-one defender. That's a, that's a fact. You know, like, <laughs> he very often ends up on his back. It's true. Yeah. But the thing about defensive rugby league is that it only comes when you haven't got the ball, you know? Like, and, again, these numbers are often coincidence, you know, correlation, all that kind of stuff, not causation. But, you know, when we had Corey Pakes fit, they had 53% of possession. In every game he played, 53% of mm. possession. You know, games without Corey Pakes, they have 45% possession. You know, and yeah. that doesn't, 7% doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like in a rugby league game, it's like three or four minutes of possession, which is a lot of the game. It's a big swing. You know, you have less, you know, they make 300 less meters without him out there. They score less tries. They're getting the 20 less without him. And it's not saying that's all because of Corey Pakes. I think it's more to do with just how Jake Turpin is offensively. Like we see the pad passing, you know, they don't move the ball very well up the field. But also the other thing I think that it correlates with as well is that it's, you know, the Tamari Martin thing and testing here is is another thing. But Mm. also they had something really right. They had Tom Flegel off the bench and it was, they were right. He was right. And that's the frustrating thing. Kevy's right on these things. Flegler was coming off the bench and killing it. And he's been really good the last few weeks. And it's not a knock on him, anything. He's been one of the better players in this different form. Yeah. But the problem now with the out-pat and then just Payne and Flegler carrying that middle, they barely used Kobe Hetherington for some reason. Yeah. You know, and Keenan just came back in this week and he was okay. But, like what is happening is that that team used to get a massive boost after 25 minutes or to say the same, you'd get Corey Pakes on and Tom Flegler on all of a sudden you've got the ball movements better after, you know, Billy soaked the pressure up or similar ball moves yeah. better. I mean, we heard on the coverage, by the way, the worst team in the first 20 minutes in the comp, that was all year. That was even with Pakes games because Billy's on then anyway, but Pakes would come on, not be a well-beater, just be better than what we had. And then Flegler would come off the, onto onto the field, provide impact. They'd have a quality forward in the middle at least, and he usually stayed with some of the other starters, you know. There'd still be Payne and Patty be on there, and they it'd all overlap a bit better. And they'd have this quality middle for 80 minutes. Mm. Now they have this period where there was never a period, right, in that prior Broncos that was only one of Pat, Payne, or Flegler on the field. And the rotation now has a lot of that, one of them. Mm. And the other guy is not like Kevy again got these things right. I didn't like the idea of starting Pallius He was great at the start of the year. Then he started Corey Jensen, and I thought, how is he starting this guy? Because, you know, I've never he's never put it on tape that he's a good starting rugby league player. He got that yeah. right. And then he changed well, it. It's like, don't know. And so they lost this impact thing, and it's, you know, you look around the, and comp- I know players want to start right, but you look around the competition right now, you know, not all the teams are the same as us, right? But you look at the the Rabidos, where's their best prop play? Comes off the bench. Yeah, that's Tom Burgess. People don't know. He comes off the bench. You look at the Eels, okay. Their best prop doesn't come off the bench, but what have they changed the last few weeks when they started winning games more? Ryan um, Madison's coming off Madison. the bench, mate. Madison's mm-hmm. coming off the bench. You know, the Storm, whilst, okay, again, not every week, but when they're fully Na- fit. Nass has come
0: off the bench a bunch of times.
1: Yeah. No, Sophie Solomon is off the bench when they're fully fit. Mm-hmm. Or Brandon Smith. One of those guys is almost always off the bench. This week it was Felice Kafushi came off the bench. You know, that's what the good teams are doing. That's what they do. The Cowboys, Reuben Cotter's coming off the bench for Christ's sake. Yep. You know? And they're getting their best players on the field for the full game, you know, or keeping their better middle for most of the game. But when the game opens up, their better players are on. Brisbane have this period now where they're losing the first 20 anyway. And then in the period, they used to fight back into the games. They'd bring on Flegler, bring on Pakes get mm. on top all of a sudden, get some field position. And then they have not got a problem scoring points when they get down the other end. They don't. They're really good at it. But they have mm. the least play of the balls in the 20th in the competition now. It's how bad that's got. They don't get down there. But, like, yeah, that's it. They, it just makes something – it was just ruins something that was going so well from wide. Simple stuff that they had right. Simple footy. It was played at the middle and then see what happens. They still – all year, they still made too many mistakes and too many errors out wide and similar. And they haven't got enough impact from the edges. Like, I don't think Ricky or Capewell both run a good enough line. You only play one of them. Yeah, you know, they just haven't got enough of that right. But it's like those few things that he got right, like Kevy got this right, not me, no one else. He got when he brought Ezra in perfect, you know, got all that stuff right and they've just gone away and it's just crumbled under the remotest
0: pressure like four or five weeks ago.
1: And yeah. Tell the players,
0: it, mate. It's, and it's a mentality thing as well, right? And when you've got, like, again, Alfie Langer said today, when they let one try and it just seems that the floodgates open up, it's like he's a, like on the staff of the team. So to have like mm-hmm. a, like a, like a well, not a coach, but like a, a trainer come out and say something like that is just like all, not unheard of. But it's very rare to hear such a strong statement about the mental fragility of a team. But it's true. And you said this, I think, during the game when they got either the second or third in, in injury, where just these guys will look for any excuse to lie down. And it's Maybe. true. Like, obviously, you're not much chance of winning the game once Adam Reynolds goes off. But it's only 12-0. And there's no excuse to be shipping 40 points after that. And, you know, that those, not not lapses, but those mental breakdowns are what's cost you 8th spot in all likelihood because of that gigantic point swing that's gone against you in the last two weeks.
1: Correct. And, yeah, I didn't think we were going to win either of those games because I never thought we'd beat this storm. and Also because I thought we'd beat Parramatta already. I didn't think we were going to win those games coming up to it. But, again, they beat Parramatta convincingly five weeks earlier. And they nothing's happened bar like, Pat Gary and Carrion got suspended. Mm. But even this week, I know Cobo asked for a rest, but it was like, that was the only thing they got wrong. We, we were at that Parramatta game, right? And Jordan Pereira had done a pretty solid job the last couple of weeks filling in. Parramatta targeted him that entire game with Sevo. And so we go back into that matchup again. Cobo's out. I have no idea how they picked Jordan Pereira. And in the start of that game, when the game was still on the balance... That's where they got hit. They got above Brisbane. They kicked two short drop outs at at Pereira that Sevo got. And we wasted a challenge on one of them. And they scored twice down that side. At the start of the game. And Pereira's one who kicked that's not really his fault, but he's one who kicked Reynolds in the head. That just happened. But you know, it just it was quite clear that sevo has got it over him and he didn't play with his usual toughness and that happened. I just wouldn't have I would have put Del Hoyder on that wing or something like that. But yeah, that was just some some small things they got wrong in the margins where other teams are all humming along now, right now. And the Brisbane look tired as well. They look like... I know they've been training harder. They look overcooked. And I know a lot of Broncos fans have gone back to, oh, this used to always happen with Origin. It's, like it's 2022. Who else has it happened to? No one.
0: Yep. How did yeah, a Penrith cope like... with Origin last year and this year? Yeah, it just sucks, mate. I they mean... Winning. winning. You know... Y- yeah, it just sucks that you're having such a good time this year and it's just all completely gone to shit in oh, the yeah. space and, of a month. It's yeah, and terrible. I understand
1: people like laughing at Brisbane. And I couldn't give a fuck because that's I don't care. Same thing when we're winning and people want to diffract things, whatever. When people laugh at the 6 Vibes things. O six 6 Vibes are coming back next year too. We're going to might it's end true. up with the same amount of wins we had in 06. It's just a Broncos winning thing now. We're just being idiots and having fun. Yes. That's all it is. I don't
0: it's care.
1: It's a bit of fun. But, yeah. Your hoodies at
0: rugbyleaguemerch.com.
1: Yeah. But you just watch it happen. And now like, I really thought he was no chance of losing his gig, Kevy, two weeks ago. Mm. You know? And it's just, it's been such a bottle job though, that like
0: if they lose to the Dragons this week, I might give him 50% chance of making it through the off season. Yeah. And it's funny because if he'd had a shit start to the year and they finished promisingly and ended 12 and 12 or 13 and mm-hmm. 11 and narrowly missed the finals, everyone would be talking about what a great job he's done. But because they won the jo- games at the start of the year and they've taped it off, it's the complete reverse. And that's just it always is. the way it is.
1: It is, mate. And and, and again, I know they're going to finish the year and look around and go, oh, geez, you know, but we won this many games. But it, it's still, it's, as you said, Bunker, this stuff when you say, oh, but if you offer this at the start of the year, blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever, they lost. They conceded 113 you were 12, points you were, you were in 12 two and,
0: weeks. You were 12 and six, yes. And they conceded like, 113 I'm not gonna, I'm points not gonna I'm not going to fact check weeks. this, but I'm pretty certain that in this top eight era, no team that's ever been 12 and six at some point has missed the finals. Well, All no right, one's right. ever
1: missed with a winning record, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, so well, they have. Sorry, they did in '99, but I this doubt, be the, Anyway, yeah, but, yeah, the, the the it, it's been an absolutely
0: mind-blowing collapse. Uh, it, it, you would have been a dollar one to make the top eight when we walked out of Parramatta Stadium that night a month ago. And now you're outside the top eight yeah. with one game to go. As you said, yeah. Like
1: 12 and six with the, you know, it wasn't the best for and against, but they had they actually had an okay defensive number. They had 339 yeah. points conceded. And they were like, you know, only behind a few of the top eight teams on that. They were like fifth least points conceded
0: in the comp. Yeah. And, and yeah. And look at it now. It's like plus 17 Canberra, minus 26 you guys. So yeah. that's 17 plus... 26 is 43. So, yeah, even if you even if you just lost each of those guys, yeah, you, as you said, you could also say, guys, about 30 and you'd still both be both of eight. them. That's both it. of them, and, but instead,
1: no. And I understand Kevy is still an inexperienced head coach, right? And, you know, you can preach patience or whatever, all that kind of stuff. But it's, and I'm not saying to pun him right now because, you know, they have this week coming up. And I do think, you know, they, they at one point, they overachieve, overachieved their spine. They did overachieve their spine with the hooker rotation they have with a makeshift fullback and a rookie at six. They overachieved their spine, but but they've now underachieved their whole roster. Like that is that roster has seven origin players in it, mm. you know, and then it has guys like Herbie Farnworth who can't play origin. Adam Reynolds is one of the best halfbacks in the competition. Ezra Mann, one of the best young players in the comp. That team, I don't care what people offer me in preseason because I thought they were going to make the eight in the preseason based on talent alone. I picked that 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 they'd make it. They bottled that. Like, that team was playing too well to accept seventh, let alone ninth. Yeah. And they're going to finish ninth. It could be a miracle, but I don't care because, as I said earlier, I don't care about coming eighth. And I don't want to go – the way they've been playing, if they come
0: eighth, they'll get done by 40
1: week one of the finals.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know? we're probably going to finish fifth, so I want you to finish eighth. So Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they're an
1: entirely different team to what they were five weeks ago. It's that's true. how fast it's falling apart. But Yeah. Like and I know Pat Carey can make a huge difference this week, but that doesn't cover over everything else. If anything, it just shows you again that like the quality players are the ones mm. papering over the cracks there. And yeah, and it's been really frustrating. All the, the years gone, it's just like you can think whatever you want about Jordan Ricky pro or for or against him. I personally don't think he's a first grade footballer, and only he's only he's good games when we're winning, and it's easy when you're winning. I don't, I don't remember. I don't even know if they're good games. I can't remember him not being one of the worst three on the field when the Broncos lose, like every time they lose. Um, and, he like, and he averages like 60 metres right in a game. But he's, he averages and wins is like 80 metres when we win and 50 metres when we lose. And that's pathetic. Like that's, it's, obviously, teams have more metres when they win than they may lose. But that's a pathetic number in wins, let alone in losses. And that's a massive split. But um, like I just don't get my, I can't get my head around that like, how cooked they look now. A few weeks ago, even if I move past how much I want Pierre Kura to play, like when they brought Zach Hosking in for, and he did his job for two weeks, even small things like knowing how gas Ricky looks, knowing Capal's carrying a calf injury, mm. why do you not spell one of them? Just why you know Hoskins do a job, you know, or why did you not for periods? Why was there not Hoskins on the bench to give, you know, say the Knights game, give Capal mm. fifty minutes? you know, or, you know, do something different, like start Hosking, bring Ricky on after 50 and then take cake ball off after 50. And then they both played 50 and Hosking's played, you know, 60 minutes or whatever. Rest the guy is similar. I don't know, but yeah, it just didn't really seem to be much. They didn't seem to be figuring themselves much out of a problem outside of, you know, we'll just stick with this. It's going to work. I've got faith in this group, even though it wasn't the group that won all the games, but mm. Whatever, it's frustrating and I could talk about it for hours and I've already spoke about it for like an hour, probably longer than I thought I was gonna last, but it's um a bottle job and Parramatta like they looked dead and buried a few weeks ago. You know, they were ten and eight, you know, when Broncos were twelve and six, lost Mitch Moses, didn't know when he'd be back, and they've responded, you know. They've they've responded and guys like Sean Lane, I mean he made Jordan Ricky, you know, who is his size, look like he was Alfie's size. Sean Lenz had a cracking season. At one point, you know, didn't know if it was real or not. But at this point, he'd be on my plane to England to play for Australia.
0: Like, don't know if I'd start That's... him, but he'd be in my squad. Yeah, it's crazy for how much. good he's been. Um, and yeah, uh, Parramatta, like, good on them for bouncing back like after being embarrassed by you guys a few weeks ago. And yeah. now they are playing off with Melbourne for a top four spot. And they look pretty handy, I think. If you make the caveat that Penrith are the best team and they'll probably win the comp, I think after that it's pretty wide open. I think two through seven all have a pretty good crack.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, they so, do. And, and yeah, Parramatta just
1: looked a much better team than they looked a few weeks ago. Like they've started utilising Sevo more and more ways. Who's come back from his ACL really well. The middle, like they was earlier in the year, they really were struggling when they would bring off their starting middle, and they've just rebalanced it. Looks a lot better. And we already know how good Papa Lee is and similar. But yeah, Wanga Blake on the wing works. Tom Wapacek, i just not a huge fan of. But like for what they need,
0: he's okay. Yep. He's still They've got their good. 17 right when it matters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. Penrith. What, Skip. Um, <laughs> what Jerome Luai looked good when he came back. He did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. J- Bill Kickow is doing like he's not just. That he's doing everything well being a ball player, decoy runner, actual runner, doing everything great, playing really well this year. Um Yeah.
1: Him, it's really unfortunate. I really think there's three people who deserve back row of the year. <laughs> yeah. I think Sean Lane, Papaletti, and uh Bill Kickow are the three mm-hmm. best this year. But I think the team of the year might be Kikau and uh Papa Yep.
0: Uh, uh that's probably fair. But yeah, Sean Sean Lane is is up there. Yeah. My boy Keon Uh, has really kicked on lately, too. He
1: has one nice thing for Tor in this game. Tor Harris's ball playing was nice for the Warriors.
0: Great. Uh, The next game, an absolute banger. Uh, One of the most entertaining games of the year. It was down. It was dirty. It was gritty. Uh, Roosters get the win over Melbourne. Obviously, we're all bandwagoning the storm in this game. They were, for one glorious couple of hours, the team of the pod, but they let us down. Well, I mean,. Again, I was already.
1: I didn't want the Bronk I wanted the got everyone else to win pretty much, but I just wanted the storm because I just want the storm to win. Mm. You know, like I was done with the Brisbane season at that point of the year <laughs> in the game. But uh, this was a cracking game. I hate people who say after the game, "Oh, but like it was," you know, well, ugly and drop ball. Who gives a shit? It felt like a finals yeah. game, and that's the highest but, praise yeah. I can give a game. It's like yes, but this is one of those games that shows that yeah, actually, you don't need a shitload of tries or whatever for a game to be great, and it doesn't even have to be great footy. It was great entertainment, this game yep. was. It was physical. Both teams cheated the entire game. Like, yeah. but poor... um, Was it Adam G refereeing this game? No, it was, um, yeah, was no it, was, it was... No, it was. It was. No, it was. Like, he obviously had a tough night, but it's one of those games, like... And he probably bit himself too. He got a, quite a few things wrong, but how
0: like, how many penalties can you give? You can't give uh, them all. That's true. But, yeah, I I, I mean, it was funny <laughs> because... Melbourne fans watching this probably felt how the rest of us feel whenever our team plays Melbourne and Melbourne get all the calls. Because, um, yeah, I-, I thought they were on the rough end of a few decisions. But at the end of the day, um, they had the ball, rip- like, multiple sets on the Roosters goal line in those last five minutes and they couldn't find a way to score. I mean, there was, like, six Roosters combined to tackle. Was it Kenny or Jesse Bromwich? I can't remember Um, on that last attempt to Kenny, try. Yeah, yeah and... Yeah. Yeah, their their attack just looked a little bit flat at times, um, particularly late in that game. I think they thought they had enough ball to win it. Um, I th- I do think they were a bit. They they did get stiffed a little bit, which doesn't happen to. All of them too oh, offside, yeah, I though. agree, but but I'm saying there's a lot. There was
1: just a lot. Both yeah, like, kings were like offside that, the entire game. That the call right where
0: mess. That last call where the ball came out via like the head of the storm player, and they yeah. somehow ruled that it was the Russ ball again. Was I don't understand how that works. But like
1: how they said uh, who had possession again, and then he knocks. Oh, out of and then he it's and like, then
0: it's. The strip and then the city strip it back said, after Brandon the tackle Smith was hit. It. It's it was like no, nonsense. but like if
1: the other guys picking the ball up and then uh, hits the opposition, yeah. it's a knock on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was bizarre, but whatever. Yeah, that was. probably
0: would, didn't change the game anyway. But, uh, no, but, but yeah, it was. But uh, um, yeah,
1: like it was one of those games. Like the Storm had six line breaks to two, right? Yeah, but they were out outgained by 300 meter still. You know? So <laughs> it, was, it was like it
0: was literally like oh, it was a lot like watching Souths Penrith again. Well, the weird thing about this game right, was right of, down to the team I was going for yeah. losing,
1: because it was eighteen penalties. The weird thing at this game mm. was there was no yardage, like mm. teams were just getting piggybacked up the other end of the field the whole game. So it was like played in, in each team's good ball, like in each team's thirty or forty. Yeah, that was the weird part of it. And the you know the the chooks pushed their line speed, messed around the ruck. The ruck was hilarious in this game, got so messy. Um, but yeah, they that that was it. They defended extra efforts. They were fantastic. And I think this was the first game that actually, if Cam Munster wasn't the fullback, they might've won because they really struggled to get the ball out wide or into open spaces. They actually needed Cam closer to the ruck. Yeah. And Harry Grant and a few times, like, you know, Olin bombed a try, but a few times Grant would go and do something and no one would go with him. And it's like, mm. well, there's something on here. And then there'd be he'd, be, he'd turn his head and there'd be no one with him. It's like, well, that's not great. You know? And uh, yeah, they just, couldn't score, couldn't get the ball that wide and attack the chooks' edges. And he uh, had Grant had it right when he kicked behind them, but they bottled that and they didn't really get to it again. And then the Roosters, uh, they lie, they cheat, they steal, they win.
0: Yep, that's how it works. Uh, awful head knock for Victor Radley. Um, it was good to see him sitting there with the rest of the team after the game, but I mean, he's had yeah. a lot of issues in that area now. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to be a doctor and say, sure, no, of course, play not. any more but... people like, like doing that, but. I don't know, but yeah, the the Roosters, it's quite funny when you talk about the way Brisbane are throwing it away. Like, the Roosters, they looked like they couldn't make the eight purely because they just couldn't lose. You know, it was like, weeks ago, I was like, "Geez, they lose like one game, this is over. Well, they just didn't lose. It's very annoying. (laughs)
0: It's very, very annoying. Yeah,
1: they just, well, they haven't lost. They've won eight in a row, nine in a row. They haven't lost since they lost to Penrith in round 16. And that was, it was like, "Geez, it's going to be tough from here when they lost that game. Well, they've already secured it. It was tough from there, but they've looked, you know, they've looked like the second best team. Well, it looked like the best team in the competition right now, but Penrith, we know Penrith are better than them. Mm. You know, like, like, they look fantastic. And that that defense, like, I mean, that's one guy, like, people hate him. I love JWH. You know, it's really grown with me over the years. I used to hate him. But it's more just the fact that he's, like, 33 years old. He is something. We've seen what happens to these aging props who, who came into first grade really young like he did, like, You remember, you know, Nate Miles was really physical. And then by the his, you know, 30s, he looked like an old man being lowered into a bath running the ball. One one of
0: your best. One of your best.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we've seen what's turned even of guys like Aiden Tolman who can't really particularly run or hit hard or anything. But, like, JWH has been a physical player for, like, you know, a long time since, what, 2009 he debuted in. And he's still throwing his body into contact. He's still the defensive leader of this team. Not just carrying the ball. It's easy to you know, as you age me, that guy still, you know, has 15 runs for 130 meters. It is, but he's still the the defensive leader of that middle. He was still throwing his body around and that Simbin was a net positive for the Roosters. That was a sign of intent to the rest of his team that, you know, we're not letting this guy do this to us. He thinks he can do this to us. He's not doing it. And there he got Simbin, didn't miss a game afterwards, but he was fantastic. And the big difference, I know people don't like either of them, but my big difference is that JWH does this every week and he does push the boundaries, but it's not in the same way Sofa Solomona does. Asofa no. Solomona might have elbowed like 10 people on the head in this game.
0: It's weird. But- uh, people think that... Uh, a lot of the time people think that... Fan, like, Especially if you go for that team, whatever, that when fans say things like this, that they're just being haters or whatever. But no, the dude is legitimately a, just a really dirty player. And this is not the first time he's dropped an elbow on someone's face in a tackle and just... Keeps like I, a lot of times we go, Oh, how do they get away with it? and we're slightly being ironic and stuff, but like, how does he keep getting away with this? Like, this should have been he should have got suspended for multiple weeks for breaking Wade Egan's jaw, nothing happened to him. He does it again, nothing happens to him. Oh, wow, he got like a two thousand dollar fine. Who gives a shit? He's just gonna keep doing it, he's gonna get loading brought back on his own, which is good. So, (laughs) maybe he's the hero we needed all along, but I mean, it is funny just how often. The, the, this is the, the how often they have just been making these short-sighted decisions, and then they slowly reverse them themselves. We're going to have two reps back within a year and a half.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing but is, I actually like a lot of the changes to the judiciary system a lot more than I thought I would. But it was yeah, the one I just didn't understand how that the there the wasn't really any loading or yeah. there wasn't
0: any like you know you do X. Well, this is a similar offence, whatever. Uh, so. <laughs> I think it was NRL physio today who noted that it's a very flawed system that like a a genuine attempt to do something that's in the rules of rugby league that goes wrong is much more heavily punished than like a deliberate act of doing play. I've said this a a lot myself as well, mate.
1: When people like would do something, they only get a week, like kick someone in the head when they're playing the ball or something. So that wasn't the part of footy. That's like, like I'm not trying to defend a spear tackle, right? But when someone hits someone high and it's an actual genuine tackle, it goes wrong. Yeah, or or yeah, exactly. Or like that's it. Like, the things that have gone wrong of a genuine rugby league attempt to make something happen. It's not, uh, but Sofa Solomona, just it, those aren't nothing he does with his elbows. It's got anything to do with rugby league. Yeah. It's filled and, and, you know, JWH generally is a guy who gets things wrong. That's what his record has been. And him giving JWH, a, uh, sorry, a Solomona, a facial afterwards, whatever, he probably knew he was going to get binned because he did chin him. But, you know, that's a bit different to when Nas picks up someone and then drops their his elbow on their head on the way to the ground.
0: Yeah, it's interesting as well. Um, so I think an an ex player who I forget tweeted a video of it. it Might have been Martin Lang actually, and then Darcy Lussig replied as well, just saying, "Yeah, like this guy's such a dirty player." Blah blah blah. So like, clearly, other other like ex players are speaking up about it. That tells you a lot because usually they don't they don't go against their own. Yeah, exactly right. A little mark. A Anything unfortunate for the Roosters,
1: I guess, in this game is obviously Daniel Tupo's injury. Looks like he's back. Yeah. I oh, think and Collins yeah. getting four weeks for a hip drop. Yeah. But Which I thought was a bit unlucky. But he's done it before, though. Exactly so. right. He's in like three of them. So, you know, just be less. Like, it wasn't a traditional hip drop. I think they need to change the name of that tackle. Yeah. Because it's not really a hip drop anymore. You're just taking someone's legs out when they're on the way to the ground kind of thing he was doing when he was already wrapped up. But, yeah, he's got... History there, so whatever he oh, seems okay. to get the the weeks that others don't. There you go. I hope Hopefully Solomon is week. See these teams play each other again in the finals. Yeah, and also oh, another general concern for the storm: the kicking game sucks. Yeah, like it still does. they
0: long field kicking is terrible. Um. All right. Uh, the Raiders turned They needed to turn up and smash Manly. They did. Good job. Yeah, this was a funny game because Manly actually started okay. And then yeah, we we were trying to care for the first ten minutes, being like, "Come well, on, manly!" And then it became quickly apparent that and it was it like two,
1: all it took was like two or three bad ends of sets by DCA and manly, and but Canberra scored like immediately when they crossed halfway. I thought oh, all okay. three
0: of Canberra's first three tries came off Raiders knock ons at the start of the sets, by the way, and they yeah. just didn't get called. Yeah. But who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the knock on seems to be dead now.
1: The spear tackles back, with the knock on, like we used to call that, like they just don't call as many as they did with the actual knock ons. You know, knock back. Sorry, it's still called heaps. Of them, But not all of them. So you never know which week if one of those little tap backs is going to be a knock on or not. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, what could you say, man? The Raiders probably played their best they have all season. Well, it's and... just heartening
0: for them to like rack up a score on a team. So yeah.
1: And, and I've seen a lot of people say they don't. You know, they the Broncos have been the better team for you know twenty weeks of the year. The Raiders so their finals. It's, it's, it's so true, stupid. right? But it's not how it works. Like, it's the Raiders have got the job done. It's like for weeks. It hasn't <laughs> been great they've got the job done. Usain you know? Bolt's
0: never winning the 100 metres after the first three seconds so it's not fair that he wins Yeah, yeah.
1: like you know and the, the Raiders, yes, the Storm were not at their best, but they went down to Canberra, so down to Melbourne and they beat the Storm and they, that was also a Storm team that was on its way back up, it still had Cam Munster in it, Pat Penhousen played the first 20, Harry Grant played like, They wasn't the fully broken one, they went down there, they beat them when they had Rapana Simbind at the end they beat them they did that you know and then yeah not great wins but they got the job done against the Warriors against the Dragons against the, the Knights and that's what te- teams who make the finals do got to find a way that's it and they weren't pretty wins at this the Dragons and Knights games yeah they should have lost both of them but they didn't they won them in fact yeah exactly yeah and then and then there you go this week bit of you know, a bit of a vibe around the place, mate. 2019 vibe around the joint. Ugh. and uh, <laughs> This happens, and then they'll probably go and just absolutely punish the Tigers Sunday. Like, that's it. And then, you know, like, they're just one of those teams because they, you know, they, I think they had underperformed their roster for a long part of the year. Mm. They are one of those teams that you, you don't want to meet in the finals. I don't want to play them. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. so... Like,
0: we'll I don't how, want how to... I, like, if, if assuming... Assuming, uh, assuming Melbourne beat Parramatta, like, I don't really want to win that game the next night now because I don't want to finish eighth and play the Raiders. I'd much rather, sorry, finish fifth and play the Raiders. I'd much rather finish uh, seventh and play Parramatta. So,
1: yeah. And you yeah. know what? The thing is, they were so bad for, like, by, like, round, was it like, was it round like nine? Eight or nine, I think it was. Round yeah, they were after the was- game. Two, and, two and six or two and seven Yeah, and. That's when Campo spoke to me. He's like, I think we're going to get the spoon. And I was like, no, you'll bounce back a little. But like, (laughs) they've gone from that, like how bad they played. He really deals in extremes. They're either winning the comp or getting
0: the spoon at any point.
1: But like that, well, that Raiders loss against the that was the after loss against the Warriors, a terrible loss. Just a terrible loss. But, you know, I get that. And they just got pounded by the uh, Panthers, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Storm, lost to Manly. So I get it. And they only scrapped a win over the Bulldogs after that, but pretty much since then they've been they've been pretty good, like not great, but pretty good. And pretty good yeah. is what gets eighth usually. And that's Brisbane have true. thrown it away with thirteen wins with their four and against, but that's it. The Raiders just plugged away, had a negative four against for twenty three rounds of the year. Must be nice. Oh, sorry, twenty two rounds of the year. They did yeah. a negative
0: one after round one. They won. They won. That's that true. Game,
1: but yeah. But yeah, and they're going to make the finals on it.
0: And they've beaten a lot of good teams, by the way. They that's have. the thing. That's it. That's, that people sort of deserve. It's like they've beaten Cronulla twice, they've beaten Melbourne, they've mm-hmm. beaten South, they've beaten someone else good as well. the Roosters, right? They beat the Storm, beat yeah. the Roosters, South yeah. and Sharks twice. So that's five that's more wins over top 8 teams than like most teams would have. Yeah, that's it mate. They have and that's
1: like, you know, you can say like yeah, Brisbane had some good wins too, but yeah, they also had much more bad losses. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as you said they beat um the like the Roosters weren't going their best then either, but they still beat them.
0: Yep, and they you know, gave us a thrashing in dubbo as
1: is tradition. And, yeah, man, they struggle against it. like the knights and the dragons. The knights only beat by two middle of the year, and they only beat them again. You know, as you know at the end by six last week. Yeah,
0: they don't like those two teams. No, um, the next game was Cronulla and the Bulldogs. It was one of the worst games of rugby league like I've ever watched. Uh, Andrew Afida, what a great career you had! Congratulations to you. Um, I anything on this like? They needed to win to get top two. Good job. You did yeah. it. The Sharks haven't played against anything. and haven't played well for maybe two months. This is the Doesn't thing, right? Like, again, I like the Sharks. I've grunked off of them a lot this year, but it's like... They look terrible it, right now. The, them and the Cowboys are just not as good as their ladder positions suggest. Like, And they're that's not, not, not a knock on them. Like no. They're good teams. I'm not saying they're easy beats in the finals. I mean, they did beat us, for God's sake, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, if
1: I was if I was given who's going to be okay, if I was given a cluster to say who's going to be in, in the grand final with Panthers, mm. the other three top four teams or the four bottom four teams, I'd take, I'd, the bottom I'd take bottom. So would I,
0: especially if but, um especially if uh the storm make uh, it in there lose, especially if the storm finish fifth, <laughs> then
1: I absolutely would. Mate, the Roosters have that, and Roosters, Rabbit has had it a few times too. But the Roosters have that, uh, that vibe with them at the moment with their defence that I think they to yep. get their way up there. So you know, get, and it's again the, the the thing the Sharks and the Cowboys bought themselves is opportunity. The position gets in two cracks, yep. You know, at minimum, so they'll have the chance to get it right. But the the Sharks have not looked like the side they were earlier in the year, despite the results. They've got the job done, but you know, you're know you almost at the point now you'd like to see them actually turn it on. Like I know they beat Manly last week, but that Manly team.
0: I mean, and let's be real. They only beat South because South missed the multiple very, very easy field goal opportunities.
1: So. I mean, it's not even fully about, like, yeah, you know, there's you can do that with lots of those games. But, I know. You know but it wasn't like, exactly a, in a great game from either team that day.
0: No, that's yeah. very true. That's what I was um, going to say. Like, they haven't looked yeah. like
1: that, the team. And, you know, Fitzgibbon's done a great job. And yes, they're not they're good fully team. fit. You know, and this for even small things this week that they, they, uh Kyle Ero got his debut, yeah. and um, he was yeah. not great. But they made a small change this week and put Mono, uh, Mono Talo on Adokar right, and took advantage of Ocar coming in off the wing all day. It worked a trick. worked a smart, little, worked yeah, smart little change trait. like that. Done a really good job there. Um, so yeah, they're, they're set up really well. They're poised really well, but it just feels like their their um point scoring has slowed down. Like their their game breaking ability has slowed down. Yeah, like that I don't
0: like I I I love a lot of what they've done this year, but I just don't see Talakai finding that early season form again. Like it seems like that's almost impossible. Yeah, and um Not because he's not a good player, just because like like the the level he was at in those first few games is like yeah. very hard to get to. Well it's not and even very just, hard him, to though, stay just at. like you know. No, it's, it's not, having, but he I yeah. think I think he is the most emblematic example of them as a team in terms yeah. of the way they exploded into the onto the scene in 2022, and sort of where they've kind of stayed pretty good, but not really ever hit those heights again.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, and I do think if they play the Cowboys next week, like beat they'll them. beat they'll beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are not the team they were, but also not as good outside of out of Queensland. Um, but yeah, then they've got themselves a home pre- home prelim so you know thing it's is, not, not far from a grand final at that point. yeah
0: and whilst like we are saying uh, I don't want people to interpret this as us knocking them I still think they're a pretty good team I just yeah. think that like right now I think both the Roosters and Souths are playing better than them
1: yeah and also it's one and yeah I think they're pretty good but also if I was one of the other top eight teams after week one that's they're who I want well, then we'll that's the, the other thing right
0: is because like whilst the prospect of playing the Roosters in a knockout semi-final 6v7 terrifies me mm-hmm. um that would mean that Melbourne finished fifth, which means that there is a zero percent chance that we would ever ha- we would have to go to Melbourne in this final series, mm-hmm. which is the thing I fear most so then you're looking up and you're thinking, geez, like if we could get Parramatta Cronulla or the Cowboys in a prelim, yeah, then we're looking all right like I if think you, you want to lose this week I honestly <laughs> well d- no it depends what happens on um actually no it doesn't yeah because I don't want to finish fifth and play Canberra either. I think we're gonna lose this week. That's I actually I agree with you, and we're doing our best with the team we've picked. So yeah,
1: because it's um, and I don't know, it's you know, it does' because it happened in the past, I mean, it happens in the future. But so often, and when this situation happens, where two teams meet two weeks in a row, round yep. twenty-five and or twenty-six, and the first week of the finals, mm. the team that lost round twenty-five kills the other team the next game. That's so often true. that happens, and I think it's got a little bit of that mental aspect of that. If you just won the last one, you think you've got them. No matter how much you think you you don't want you want to. Not say that. I think that that is part of it. In other it's a bit more of a point to prove. And I, I don't know. I think, yeah, like obviously with Thursday night, you'll you'll know anyway a bit more. That's yeah, it helps before you play. But you know, it's one of those games that now that you won last week, you can go and you know if we lose it's not the worst. You lose this game, you play them again next week most likely.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, I. Well, you in, play the uh, Eels, right?
1: Like if the Storm well, beat the Eels, you play the Eels. If yeah, you lose.
0: and so I um. In 2014, we played them in like I think it was the last. It was the last or second last week of the regular season. It was like mm. it was the last week. It was pouring rain at Allians. I went with Matt Coleman actually because Poppy Vanguard was unavailable for some reason, and it was pouring rain and we lost. I think we were down like 22-0 and ended up losing 22-18 or something like that. Mm. Um, it was the game. It, that was the game. Mitchell Piss ran down Greg Inglis, I think mm. bad day. Anyway, then we beat them in a prelim, and then 2018, same thing happened. We beat them like. Uh, I can't remember the score. We were losing at half time. We beat them like narrowly in twenty, uh, in twenty eighteen or nineteen. One of them towards the end of the season, like just beat them. That was the game where I saw a bunch of roosters fans fighting amongst themselves, and a male roosters fan had but a female roosters fan. Bad times. Uh, I think it was twenty nineteen actually. And then yeah, we played them in the first week of the finals, uh, and they at the SCG and they absolutely ran train on us. So yeah, yeah, I found it, it was South Sydney sixteen, roosters ten, and then literally. A week later, Sydney versus 30, South City six, and we got absolutely blitzed.
1: Yeah, I do feel like, um, the situation you guys are in, I mm. I feel like finishing sixth and playing the Eels round one, pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's yeah what I think Exactly. Uh, um, the Eels
1: round one, and then, um, after that, well,
0: it'll be, it'll be seventh. You have to finish seventh to play, um, so Sorry, it'll be away. It'll like... be a... well. No, it's just the the uh, the only reason I'm bothering to correct you is that it means it will be at Bankwest, not ANZ. But you know, yeah, whatever. But...
1: that's not a bad situation. I think. I mean, be, didn't we didn't we
0: didn't we smash the eels at Bankwest like two weeks ago.
1: But like, I know we say there's yeah. a traverse, you have to reverse, but you're just thing over the eels at the moment. Yeah, I think I, that's what yeah, I'd want to play.
0: Yes, give me the eels, of course. Yeah, is there a um, world
1: that you can win and play the eels this weekend?
0: Uh No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, there's so not. Ha- there's not. You have to lose. The only time, ty- right. I, I mean, the only way I'd want to win is no offense if you guys finished eighth, but I won't know that until yeah. afterwards.
1: No so. well, offense to me, mate, they fucking suck now. <laughs> so,
0: don't worry, uh, fuck, I'd want to play playing, us too. Fuck playing Canberra. Yeah. Fuck that. Um. All right, moving on to South, though, they did look. I look. I'm gonna. This is might be controversial. I thought they looked pretty solid in this game. I was very happy with how they played, especially defensively, which has been for some people the knock on them this year has been been their defence. Um, I knew the attack was going to struggle a little bit without Damian Cook, and I think this game was a great advertisement to what a great player he still is. So, mm. a bunch of you, you haters can wake up to yourselves. But, um, thought the defence was great. I mean, they scored two tries, but let's be real. They were both half-field efforts that aren't really replicable. So, like, goal-line-wise, we were excellent. We are very stout. Yeah, we got a couple of... They, were, we got a they couple weren't the goal-line much, were they, I was going to say, we got, we got a couple of fortunate calls go our way, but you overall, did. I thought we were pretty solid our middles, I thought, were very, very good. I thought we won that battle. Um, again, struggled to get the ball out with Havili there and with Nick Arima there for a little bit, which, you know, was always going to happen. Um, AJ got his yeah. try. Latrell had a couple of really good touches. Um, where the, have you looked at the wide angle yet? Where the fuck was he for the felt try? I haven't looked. I, should, I, should, I was going to do that, but I never actually did. I might yep. get
1: it for while we're on here talking. About.
0: Okay, because like, yeah, I mean, that's an amazing try, but like, it happened. I, like, where was he? That play took so long. Like, by the time was it Drinkwater or a Townsend almost gets caught on? Is Townsend right? Almost gets caught on the last, and he like mm. loops around, and then by the time the ball gets to felt, the play's been going for like four seconds at least.
1: Yeah, and, and then, then felt it, and that's in their own thirty. And
0: chases over Alex Johnston, and it's like. Yeah. J- just barely outpacing Michael Cheekham to get there first, and yeah, I'm like, and it's it's like fine. "Where the Latrell's hell is got he?" This. And they look at yeah. Latrell's like, not there, and I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> shit." <laughs>
1: like, oh yeah, sorry. He so he hasn't got this, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was bizarre. It was it was not the best Latrell game either, was it? But uh, yeah, I think they got a they obviously got a few rubs of the green, I think, but also they got some challenges right which aren't rubs of the green, but they feel like it. You Know in the moment they do feel like it, you know, they yeah. got their calls turned the right way. Um, it was what was it before the last minute was like eight penalties to one. Like Jerry got three penalties up, up against the Rabbitohs in the last minute, but it was it felt like those kind of things were going away. But also, the Cowboys definitely missed Tom Dearden. Like the you guys took advantage of the Hammers defense at six for the first try for mm-hmm. Keon's first, but they just missed Tom Dearden and getting to their shape. And Scott Drinkwater. You know, wasn't the same player without him there, and they just never got. They didn't get much good ball. The Cowboys, they didn't really even get a no. kick to like Nanai once. So, um, didn't might be back this week for them. We'll see, but yeah, they um aren't humming along on the form they were earlier in the year. But also, they're not the same team out of Sydney as you've you've said many a time. But yeah, I yeah. thought it was um a good win for the for South because whilst they blew a shitload of tries, they did hold their line at the end when challenged.
0: Mm. And And they um, haven't they haven't won a close game against a good team this year. So Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it didn't end up being bloody 20 points. So 10 points won by in the end, hey, which is weird. Well,
0: the thing was, right, like I'm looking like the whole time it was 14 to 6. Mm. Like it just felt so comfortable. Like Mm -hmm. we were just getting through our sets, pushing them back, like dominating the territory, not giving away silly penalties, like just felt like we were gonna sort of cruise to a victory. Yeah. And then that felt try just comes out of absolute thin air and I'm just thinking, shit. <laughs> well that was yeah, they were so gassed and defending, mate, that for mo- almost all that
1: entire second half, never got the ball, they got the ball. There was no off ball movement. There was no one pushing up around the ball. Well, they weren't really doing anything with it and then that felt try happened as you said and they got a bit of an extra leg but they really they were, they were goddamn gas so they made like almost 100 more tackles than you guys did there think, was that a lot over a game
0: lay when they got near our line i think Luch got halfway through a gap and i think hammer should have been there on the and he just wasn't and they threw the ball to Tane Milne instead yeah um and by the way oh since God. when are uh, the other team allowed to kick it to to the right winger like, Every game. It's not now. fair. They've it's got, bullshit. Got the ball the end, they? Bullshit. They, like last week, they kept like uh, last week, they kept kicking the ball. Penrith mostly kicked to Alex Johnson and Latrell Mitchell. And then I thought that was great. I th- thought teams should keep doing that.
1: And then yeah. Cowboys
0: are like, no, no, we're going to kick to the bad guy. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah. Who told them? Yeah. Massive like cheating. <laughs> well,
0: shouldn't be allowed, but yeah, they've worked out that Alex Johnson is better than Tarnay Mill. So credit to them. Todd Payton, you've done it again. Genius, uh, mate. Don't know, kept, don't know how, yeah. He was, he was very poor.
1: Yeah. Ton totally. what are we'll we going to do the, Isaac polo apparently,
0: back, he's playing center. Uh, yeah. Isaac, well, I mean, we'll see what they do. They'll play silly buggers there, but like, I'm so, like, how can a wing spot be so, like, it's going to, it might, it could cost us a finals game at some point because yeah. I th- Isaac Thompson's hamstring injury is apparently, he could be out for the rest of, like, it, it's, it's lingering, apparently. So, um, I don't know what you do. You I, I would with rather have potatoes. Richie Kenner. <laughs> <laughs> Richie I Kenner played one happen. game and he played well.
1: But he only um, played one game. The other guys probably had, like Tanai Mill had a
0: couple of games, good games here or there. Yeah, I know. Look, Richie but, Kenner is just like the the devil. I don't know at this point. So yeah, that's
1: it. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how uh, how they go, mate. Like uh, <laughs> with that right wing, I think it's, it might be costly, as you said. But well, you know, I'm not sure it's, why. It's at I'm least sure they're all the Cam same Graham's... player. Mate.
0: I'm not sure if Campbell Graham's out because of the head knock or because he's got like COVID or something else, but he's he's not playing. And so that edge is going to get torn to bits this week. But that's okay. As long as Graham's back next week, I'm not too worried. Mm,
1: yeah, exactly. You'll be fine as long as Camel Graham comes back.
0: It's interesting, though. He wasn't in that. They put up a photo with Hasbulla today and G- Campbell Graham like, had like 30 people in it. Camel Graham wasn't in it. Yeah, maybe the head knocks uh, got him
1: good. Who knows? But yeah, there was yeah. performance from South. He said it wasn't the best or anything, but they got the job done at home and then they get to go the, the game this week is playing with house, obviously you want to win but it's playing with house money now
0: yeah well the thing is I just wanted like because you know how many times do you get to go to a new stadium in your life not many yeah. like a stadium opening I just wanted to be able to enjoy this occasion and relax without having to be like stressed about if South's going to make the finals or not and now I don't have to so
1: yeah it's just good they're, right, they're in they're and good. um, you're coming well, unless aren't. you lose by 80 points
0: okay you're, you're coming right <laughs> Yeah, I am actually. If you lose by
1: eighty, you could still
0: make. No, it. No, no, we'd how... still finish eighth. You, you'd need to win by. You, we'd need to sixty as well. Yeah. Like you could lose by <laughs> eighty at this point. That's how good it's Yeah, going. I think it'll be okay. Although we did beat them by fifty-two in twenty twenty, didn't we? So yeah, it is, yeah, it is. It's it's
1: quite funny how much that turned around. Like you know, again, most of the year, South's defense has been worse than Brisbane's, but it's got so bad the last three weeks that Brisbane have like lapped them.
0: <laughs> Terrible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, you're supposed to get it right at the back end of the season. I thought, mm. but whatever. We yeah, got it right got like around seven. It was you great. Did.
0: You did. Were, you were humming, weren't you? You we were
1: mate. held manly scoreless.
0: Held South to four points. So yeah, we did, life. mate.
1: You know, we 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 held the Sharks to seven. Like, that's mate, true. They, were, yep.
0: they were they were humming. God, wasn't that game fucking terrible? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um. That's let's it, move on. Yeah. Um. Okay, I do want to shout yeah. out though
1: before we move on, again, remembering then Corey Parker was great again this week post match. People we are watching because I mentioned it. I didn't think I would though, but he's been great in the post game again. How
0: sad are you that you at one point had three different copies of his book and you threw them all away? No, I have his. You still have it? You definitely yeah, had po- po- multiple copies at one point. No, I have two. I think I bought you one because I didn't realize yeah, you I already had. I think Camper
1: gave me another one. Okay, there you go. Then well, might have a third. But, you might have um, three. There you go. It's just that post game panel again. He's great. He was great. Uh, yeah, I had to listen to Evistory it. As well. no, Brisbane again.
0: I I will say though, he was. Being a bit of a Gronk about the Cohen Hess Symbian. he was like, "Oh, it's, it was nothing in it." And Cooper Gronk was like, "He hit him in the head."
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that part's going to happen too. The Gronk, so... I thought that was a Symbian. The so I thought it was at
0: least a penalty. But like, whatever. Like, yeah. Um, and then probably, you know, the, there's no issue. The felt one is like the most clear Symbian of all time. So that one's yeah. fine. Uh, I, I do, yeah. Look, the the thing with Graham not going, not having a HIA is very weird, right? And no one really spoke about like it never really came up again, like in the days since then. Yeah. Which is weird, because when this happened in Origin with Isaiah Yo, it was like a big deal for like multiple days. But I guess Saturday night South Cowboys game, no one gives a shit. Yeah. All right. Speaking of not giving a shit, uh the <laughs> West Tigers they lost. Um Oh my god. I was playing again. a game. Soccer- I was playing just... my soccer semifinal. I've watched the five-minute highlights of both of the last two games because there's fucking no chance I was going back to watch them properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw the fucking idiot touch the dropout though, Junior Palga. Got...
1: Yeah, very um, stupid. That
0: was... the The way this team finds ways to lose games is truly impressive. It is. They always
1: find new ways to do it. But the fact that like it wasn't even that he touched the dropout. He just stood like he was over the ten for what reason I don't know. Yeah, and then why it hit are you him there? on the floor.
0: Get out of there! What are you doing it's in free. there?
1: What are you doing, buddy? Like, figure it out, chief. Like, I know. Like, sometimes they have a, bra- a brain snap more feeble than that, right? When they think they can grab it or something, he was just standing there, and watched it hit him. Is that yeah. you kidding me, mate? Like,
0: and the best part was Ben Hunt had already like reacted, like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I fucked that up." And then, yeah, yeah. no, no, he hadn't fucked it up. It was perfect. <laughs> well, just like they do it, because it's crazy. Yeah. Like they just, they just take, they get the penalty right, and they just kick yeah. the goal, and the game's over.
1: Yeah, it was insane, and.
0: Yeah. uh, yeah,
1: instead they they found a way to lose again. And I know even though it didn't end up being it, but that game again at that point in time was getting them off the bottom of the ladder, or chance to get off the bottom of the ladder essentially. And then they obviously it didn't happen because the Titans won after that anyway. But yeah, just the way this Tigers team have found a way to lose multiple games now is is something else. Like they've the knights game they threw away at the end. You know, which wasn't a game they were ahead of, but they've been ahead in I think like four or five games now going into the final. Yeah, I saw that lost. tweet.
0: They had four games where they were they leading were in the last ten yeah. minutes and lost. Yeah, and obviously one yeah. of those they got absolutely robbed, but the other three are by entirely their own doing. Yeah, exactly. That's just been
1: what their season has been. And this game, get different people out there, and they they weren't fantastic. They played better footy. They did, mm-hmm. um, but like they played better footy. But, but, you know, I like New Brown at Lockmore. Like, they threw it away. Like, they had two sim bins given to them the first half. They got on top because of that, essentially. They were sim yep. bins. The Jack Bird sim bin was just moronic. Cody Ramsey was a bit unlucky. The Jack Bird one, when he just kept spraying her, they got being terrible. But they, they had the leg up, you know, they looked okay, and they just still can't go on with it. And I know the game doesn't matter, but it kind of does, you know? Well, you don't want to come last. You want to win games anyway. People talk about, like, yeah. oh, the game
0: doesn't matter. It's like, but you want to win. You know, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter from an analytical standpoint. We're going to spend twenty minutes talking about it, but it matters if you're a fan, and it should matter if you're a player. Yeah.
1: By the way, I literally can't find the trail. I'm watching the vision now. I can't find him. Like he's not in the picture. (laughs) Like even in the wide angle, (laughs) where where is he? (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm like looking at it. Looked at. I just watched like a minute of it, looking for like in the back play at the trainers. He's not there. I think he's on the far left of the field because he's like he's so deep. I can't is see. He maybe is he maybe eating something on the right no, hand he, side? Literally,
0: literally, I can't find him. Like, oh,
1: huh. no, there he comes. He yep, yeah, that's it. He's just standing over there. But
0: the, the play was on the the south's left. The for the entire like it wasn't like they they cross oh, sh- field kicked or anything. Like yeah, the play was on that side of the field the entire time. So why was he on the why was he on the a
1: screen cap now? Even though this is great radio, send you a message. Okay, he's not on the screen still.
0: Look at that. Uh, where'd you send should it? Be?
1: It's messenger, should be loading. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. yeah message, message. But so essentially when, you know, when uh, they've just spread it to the right okay, on their own 40, oh. the trail is not beyond South. <laughs> where and is he? He's not even, and he's not even right. He's not even beyond halfway, like middle of the okay. field. So he's like on the 10. So is he?
0: Okay. But if he's, yeah, but if but he's on why? the 10 and if he's on the right, if he's on the correct side of the field on the 10, he would be in the play.
1: But he's not. Yeah. So where the fuck is he? <laughs> And then he just turns up, like when 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 felt kicks it, all of a sudden he starts running. You see him come across, but it's like this is flabbergasting. I, I don't understand yeah. this, mate. Thank God you didn't lose a game on that, by the way. Like, I'd be, yeah, I'd lose my mind if that was. I, I was very mad
0: at the time. I love the yeah. I love him with all my heart, but he is a bit lackadaisical yeah. at times, and he this is, is but a but great like, example of that. But it's
1: like, yeah, like what we—he was standing there and even waiting for I don't know what, but like he starts running. You can see him coming to the screen, like
0: really late I'll send you that yeah it's so like he was he just standing the there watching and then as soon as Felt kicks it he's like oh I don't know oh hey I- a- it's alright G, I'll get him oh wait that's Michael Cheekham oh shit oh I should probably get Ah, oh, he scored
1: shit. considering the stakes of the game not great either but that's one thing when they did have the ball at least they weren't done enough to kick straight to the trail make him run around he hates yeah it.
0: that's bullshit why aren't just more teams do that please
1: so Bungard guess where he was see that screen trap where the hell was he that's where he starts appears in the screen he okay. must have been standing uh, on your 10 like just standing there
0: what the fuck is going? <laughs> yeah, just like honestly, was he like drinking or stretching or something? Like I don't, what the I don't fuck know. Is and he's like, closer to
1: the ball than we call Felt than Carl Felty's. So <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Baffled. You can laugh I'm at right, it now, like, like, but, but, yeah, like, yeah, of course. God. I was angry at the time, but yeah. it doesn't matter now. But yeah, yeah. yeah um. Right, okay, yeah. and that was uh West Tigers vs Dragons. It was anyway. Um, the last
1: game. Let me get out of here. I'm ready to pass it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the Titans
0: beat the Knights. They can't get the spoon now. Congratulations! This uh, game Brian was Kelly fun entertaining. Yeah, Brian killed himself. <laughs> done. <laughs> and of course, the, the fat didn't think it was a send off. we can't great. cancel the fat. You can't this cancel game, it, mate.
1: Oh, yeah. Dane Gagai, by the way. Speaking of takes, it aged terribly. Like no one's oh. talking about Adam Reynolds' thing anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say, it, has it titles. aged
0: that terribly? Because both Dane Gagai and Adam Reynolds' teams are in the same position. So
1: they're not in the same position. But Adam Reynolds had a good year. <laughs> you know, he had her career highs <laughs> and lots of things. But uh, Gagai, the, how he played in the first, like, two or three weeks to yeah. how he's playing now, yes, he finished his game with three line breaks, a try assist, two tries, right? Looked great at the end of the game. Mm. But he just gets beaten one-on-one by anybody. And and this yeah. was, like, head exploded. He's like, oh, Brian Kelly's just run past him. It's like, he didn't do anything. And then you think well, maybe he's hurt. But at the end of the game, when Gagai's up and about, he's beating people, you know? Like, terrible. Huh. Yeah, but, yeah, not the, great. And they're wondering, geez, how how's this Titans squad been so bad all year? Why wasn't this team picked all year? They're wondering on the coverage. They're so close mm.
0: to figuring it out. <laughs> well, it's Holbrook's such a good coach, but. Yeah. But, but. But. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, you did it. I'm proud of you. You you fought through Brimson it. was great, too, in that game. I'm yeah. sure I'll, I'll take your word for it.
1: Uh. Yeah. mm. Okay. Hopefully, I'm better for tomorrow. We do questions and I'll give people some. We'll talk about other stuff.
0: NLW, Uh, we didn't get to. I'm sorry. Wow. We have 55 shout outs to do. That's a new high. Is it? Yeah. It is. So. Thank you Two (laughs) Bronco from birth, Chris Avnell, Dave, Luke Hilton, Rocky, Ruffy, Stu, Wayne, Ritchie, Anthony, Anger, Butsy, Cam, Beswick, Chewbacca, Snuffleupagus, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, Anonymous Backer, Ed Burton, Frankie, Jace Felix, Farnworth, James K, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, kicks outs out of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Mr. Beefy, Morgan Watkins, my arms, they go flip flop, flip flop, flip, never trendy, Party Keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pillscore, Seymour Butts, Shunter, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stoned Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TB, the black vegetable, the not so matured student, the Titans are cunts and I hate them. Jez is gonna hold on to that grudge. Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your sports, everyone in the lower tiers, and everyone in the Thank you as well. If you want to support us, coming into the finals, Patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. All right, we did it. Uh, go rest up, buddy. Mm, Hope you're feeling better tomorrow. If not, um, <laughs> probably not. But we'll ah, see. I can do it without you. It's fine. I'll, I'll bring someone You do questions. Yeah, yeah. just by it. myself. A very handsome answer, Matt. Thank you, Matt. I agree. All right. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me.